This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. You're with Julian Joyce and Charitson looking at some international news. The trend of China's slowdown has been closely watched for some time now by economists, executives and investors globally. The growth of the world's second largest economy cooled down last year to its lowest level in almost three decades. And firms like Apple have cited the China factor for their weak earnings. Now, this week, we'll see the release of more economic data from China. Uh, to get some perspective here, we have Rajiv. Biwa's chief Asia Pacific economist at IHS Market in Singapore on the line. Rajiv, good morning. How concerned should we be about China's slowdown? We've definitely seen a significant slowdown during the course of 2018, and the US China trade war has had a clear impact on Chinese export orders, which slid quite substantially through the course of 2018. Um, the latest readings that we're getting from our purchasing managers index for China are showing quite a lot of weakness in the manufacturing sector uh, in the month of January and uh, total orders, including domestic orders for manufacturing, uh, are showing contraction in manufacturing orders. However, a bit of good news is that since the uh, trade war truce was declared between the U.S. and China, Chinese new export orders have shown a slight rebound. However, clearly the big concern for this year is that Chinese growth is likely to be even softer than last year. We're forecasting a slowdown of GDP growth from 6.6% last year uh, to 6.3% this year. It's still relatively good growth, but it's clear that Chinese uh, growth has been moderating um, ever since 2010. Well, Rajiv, uh, bilateral trade negotiations continue on between the US and China with Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin uh, due to arrive Thursday in Beijing for more high-level discussions. Uh, to what extent, if any, has the trade war affected China's FDI? It's definitely showing up both in FDI and in exports. Last year, we saw that Chinese FDI was pretty much flat. It only grew by 1%. And that's because companies are getting nervous about this impact of the trade war. And as the other factor that's playing in is that wage costs in China have been rising quite rapidly. So companies are repositioning their supply chains. And we've seen a lot more investment flowing into Southeast Asia as an alternative location for manufacturing production instead of into the Chinese coastal provinces. I think that trend will continue. And, of course, that's good news for Southeast Asia. So countries like Malaysia and Vietnam will benefit from that uh, structural shift. Thank you, Rajiv, for your thoughts. And that was Rajiv B, was a chief Asia-Pacific economist at IHS Markets in Singapore. Uh, looking into some of some further business news internationally, uh, we have the uh, Neuro, a Silicon Valley startup working on self-delivering vehicles, announced that SoftBank Vision Fund has invested nearly a billion dollars of fresh funding in them. SoftBank's 944 million US dollars brings uh, the total amount of funds raised by Neuro over $1 billion. So this move, it comes against the backdrop of the rising interest rate in robot, robotic delivery in the industry, and this includes Amazon. Now, just a background on Neuro, it's made of a team members of Google, Waymo, uh, Apple, 
Uber, Tesla, and also General Motors. And uh, last year, they began testing its uh, box, boxy driverless delivery vehicles in Arizona, uh, a cute-looking uh, drone car. And in partnership, this is in partnership with Kroger, uh, the large grocery store, uh, store chain. Yeah, so the service allows people to place online orders, which will be delivered to them by robotic vehicles that operate independently. So if they have successfully scaled their self-driving tech out of the lab, into the streets, I guess, looking at this piece of news. Yeah, um, you know, SoftBank is um, a very keen investor, actually, mm-hmm. a very keen, uh, big investor. They have set a goal of investing about 100 billion US dollars or about half a trillion ringgit. Imagine that into promising new technologies. Of course, uh, one of the most famous investor uh, investments by SoftBank is Uber. Uh, I think they have a stake in Grab as well. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. And uh, in in other investment, uh, they also... Uh, have a stake in WeWork and also Slack. Now, WeWork, as you know, uh, they've, uh, they are going to be occupying a, uh, a space in Kuala Lumpur. Uh, at the That's new right. They're coming into KL, a yes. huge player in the co-working space there. They're mm. going to be occupying about five-story, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Well, in the past five years, autonomous driving had gone from maybe possible to definitely possible and now commercially available. So back in 2009, Google first launched its self-driving car project, now spun off as a company company called Waymo. And within 18 months, they built a system that could handle some of California's toughest roads with minimal human involvement. Yeah, I think uh, this uh, self-driving car offers uh, a lot of potential uh, because, you know, companies like Grab and Uber can just uh, buy their own cars without any drivers. Uh, and, you know, you can buy a car and without a driver, put it on uh, earnings in Grab, right? And then uh, use it program it to come back to you whenever you need to use the car. So there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, but definitely this is going to have an impact on the human driver, the, the workforce that Uber and Grab currently mm-hmm. has. I mean, uh, right now, I think in in, um, uh, in in Southeast Asia, I think they've, they've got hundreds of millions of uh, drivers uh, under under this uh, Grab program. And uh, yeah, this is definitely going to impact them. And uh, in relation to that, Uber has poached dozens of scientists from Carnegie Mellon uh, to get this effort uh, going. I think what's important is they also need to make sure they get the, the whole security right, like to make sure that, you know, um, there are no accidents and it's secure if one gets into a driverless uh, car. Okay, uh, let's just quickly look at this uh, quick one. Uh, Tencent Holdings, uh, the firm best known for WhatsApp uh, messaging, uh, WeChat. Sorry, not WhatsApp, but WeChat. Messaging uh, app. Mm. Yeah, they have uh, been funding dozens of Chinese companies overseas and now they've uh, coughed 300 million US dollars to uh, buy a stake into Reddit. And this has uh, come up with some uh, very big opposition on uh, freedom of speech. Okay, we will come back uh, with the local news after this, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.